Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special bonus episode of YA Book Chat. As you all know, I cover young adult fiction on this podcast, but today I'm going to veer away from that just slightly. In today's episode, I'll be talking about middle grade fiction, specifically books by the author Diana Corbett. I recently had a chance to read her book, Ghosters, and really enjoyed it, and had the privilege of then being able to sit down and chat with Diana herself. So without any further ado, here is my interview with author Diana Corbett. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Diana. It's great to have you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Of course. So uh, we are talking today about with Diana Corbett, and I am talking about her book, Ghosters, which is a middle grade mystery book, and I absolutely loved it when I read it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah, it, I, it was funny. I was reading it and I was like, man, I am really into this. And if I <laughs> am an great. adult, I'm really into this. I know, you know, these middle schoolers are going to love it. So that's excellent. So just so everybody kind of knows, um, Ghosters is this really fun story about some middle schoolers. Teresa Martinez is the main character and she has a brother named Joey. And then she has uh, her a girl who becomes a good friend of hers, Carrie, and they kind of go on a ghost hunt expedition in Teresa and Joey's new house where they have just moved, which was their grandparents' old house. That's right. And it was just a really fun story, and they kind of uncover some big family secret as they go through the story, which is really interesting. Yeah, so I just want to talk about the book today and find out a little bit about you as well. Can you just tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Well, I've been writing for about six or seven years. Before that, I was an well, an art and Spanish teacher, then an elementary school teacher, and uh, when I taught, usually it was sixth and fifth grade, and then when I taught second grade, I did the little, you know, come sit on the carpet and listen to me read these cute little picture books, and I Fun. thought, well, this looks real easy, and I, since <laughs> I taught art, I thought I could illustrate, I could write, and I tried that, and that wasn't as easy as I thought. Then I decided I would write for the middle school kids, because that's what I had more experience with, and I went with that, and... Um, really enjoyed it. My son started helping me kind of tossing ideas around and uh, went there. Ghosters. Now it's, uh, I have three books in the series and I just started working on book four today. Oh, nice. Great. That's good yeah. to know. I was going to ask you later about that, how many books there were, because I wasn't sure, but that's really cool. I'm glad to know you're writing another one. Well, so I've been where... working on an adult novel actually. Oh, that sounds Which nice. I've been like been jumping back and forth. I've been I had that one started like five years ago, and I've been jumping back and forth, Ghosters, adult novel, and back and forth and back and forth, and I just pretty much finished it. Okay, the adult novel. Is it hard to go back and forth between writing an adult novel and writing something that's for middle schoolers? I don't okay. think so. I mean, well, it is a different mindset. You, right. you know, you're doing it's a thriller, so it would be more intense. You know, and you could do it as intense as you want and like that. And when you're writing middle school, you don't want to get too crazy. I don't want anybody having nightmares. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so where did you get the idea for Ghosters? Well, like I said, my son and I, I wanted to write something. I always 
loved scary books and scary movies. So I thought, okay, I'm going to write something that age. And my son and I started talking about it and the, the house and, and what kind of, I liked, I liked stories with twists and things. Mm-hmm. So it's so like, what kind of twists can we put in there? So yeah, just, you know, conversations here and there. Great. Now, in the book, um, Teresa's brother, Joey, has Asperger's, and there's a lot of detail in the book about what that entails and how a child with Asperger's might act and react to different things and how they might talk, and I really loved that, and I thought that was great that you did that. So what I was wondering, though, is if that was intentional. Was that specifically maybe to help raise awareness about Asperger's, or is is he maybe modeled after somebody who you know or one of your children? Well, he's modeled after someone I know, and it is to raise attention for that. And I want to say right now, it's funny, is when I started this, I was teaching fifth grade, and I had some students in my class that had that Asperger's, but, and they referred to it as that, and that was a few years ago, but you know how things change, and mm-hmm. I just had someone recently read the book and reviewed it, and he said that he loved it, and he, like, knocked off a star because I said Asperger's and I didn't say autism because now, now it's just, you're on the spectrum and Asperger's is, I wouldn't say a dirty word, but it's like something Mm -hmm. you don't want to use anymore. So everybody's on the spectrum autistic. So I'm going to, in fact, I need to um, talk to my publishers and see if they can go in and just change Asperger's to autism. I'm going to go through and do that. Yeah. yeah, that does um, change a lot. And I, one of the reasons that I, I liked that you put that in there um, and included that is because my son has food allergies and mm-hmm. I actually wrote a children's book about uh, for him and for other kids who have food allergies to help kind of raise awareness for that. So when I saw this in there, I was like, oh, that's really awesome because I love seeing that kind of thing incorporated into books where we can really raise awareness for things that, mm-hmm. you know, people don't, don't always know as much about. Right. Um, so I think that's really great that you did that. Right. In my second book, Joey makes a friend with a kid named LB and he's ADHD. So oh, nice. there's a little dynamic going on between them. It's I like that. Fun. Yeah, yeah, very cool. So one thing that I noticed in the book that I wanted to ask you about was the fact that Teresa and Joey's mom has passed away, and that's the reason that they move into the grandmother's house with their dad. And so I was just wondering, um, because I thought, you know, that's something that could kind of help children who have maybe lost a family member themselves to deal with grief. Was that something you had intended, or was it just kind of like, hey, this would make a good storyline? Well, yeah, both. I've had, like, I I taught school for 30 years, so you run into a lot of different situations, Mm -hmm. and, you know, that's happened more than once, where kids have a parent pass away, and, and, you know, they have to deal with their grief in whatever way, and things happen, you know, your whole family dynamic changes, they might have to move or whatever, so things like that, it happens all the time, and and, uh, I like to address, you know, that. It's also, it's it's a good subject matter to add, you know, a lot of different themes in there. Yeah, there's a lot that you could do with that for sure. Yeah. So I have another question kind of along these same lines. You can you can totally see what I was thinking as I was reading this because I have all these I you know, I like to um a lot of times just kind of know the meanings behind things. I don't know sure. why, but it's you know, just kind of how I am. So I thought that it was really fun that 
Carrie, Teresa's friend was British. Uh-huh. And then um, Teresa and Joey and their dad, uh, you know, it seems like they're Hispanic and you've got some Spanish in the book. Right. Um, so were those just kind of fun elements or was there maybe a bigger purpose behind incorporating well, those? It's kind of funny is that the names Teresa and Carrie are names I used because those are two of my good friends and I just named ah. them after them. And but Teresa's shorter and she's more like me and Carrie is tall and she is like my friend Carrie <laughs> who's but she's not English and I just wanted to make the characters more unique so I picked mm-hmm. English. I thought it'd be fun to to have the accent and use different terminologies so that's why Carrie. And the Spanish I'm Spanish. So I I put that in there because it was kind of, it's always been a little bit of a pet peeve to me that when you say you're Spanish, that people automatically think you're Mexican because there's a lot Mm -hmm. more Mexicans in the United States than Spanish. And so, you know, and other Spanish people are like that too. There's quite a few (laughs) where I live. So it's like, no, Spain and Mexico are different. Just like England and the United States are different. That's right. That's all. I really liked that. I thought that both of those are really fun elements. And especially you. because you did have, you know, Carrie use very specific British phrases and whatnot. And it's just fun because, you know, reading it, I can like hear her British accent in my head. That's good. And yeah, make some more rich characters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the Spanish I really enjoyed too, um, because... I think that's really good for kids, especially, you know, if they're going to be in middle school and going into high school and hopefully learning Spanish in school and, Mm -hmm. you know, or other languages. I think it's great because it really enriches their language ability and what they're learning. Right. Thank you. Yeah. So kind of something else I wanted to talk about here that I thought about as I was reading this. So Carrie kind of pushes Teresa into disobeying her dad in different ways. And I thought that that was interesting because, you know, I was reading and I was like, oh man, this is so true. This is, um, you know, a lot of kids really feel peer pressure from their friends. And it's something that, yeah, and it's something that, you know, they would definitely experience in middle school and high school. Was that something you were kind of trying to address along with this too, or just, you know, to make it more realistic? To make it more both, it's more, you know, it's a conflict. She wants to make friends. If you make friends, you want to do what those friends want you to do. If not, you're going to be by yourself. So you have to make your choices and hopefully you make good choices. Yeah. Yeah. And she, you know, and especially for Teresa too, because she had just moved there to a new place. So she's going to a new school and trying to make new friends. And that's a really big thing with a lot of kids. It is. Yeah. I know. Especially in middle school. Oh yeah. <laughs> I want to even, yeah. you know, for <laughs> that's my like kids. the worst, isn't it? <laughs> yes. I remember it was not fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm always like, you know, it's funny because I read these books and I read, you know, young adult and just reading about the different situations that the middle schoolers and the high schoolers are in. I often think, boy, I'm glad I'm not that age anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's a rough age. It really is. There's so much that they go through. But I think, you know, that's one reason why reading all these books is so great and having so many different options available because it gives kids a chance to kind of get away from maybe the unpleasantness of things for a bit that they might be struggling yeah. with and, and have fun, you know? Very true. So you said you're working on the fourth Ghosters book now, right? Yes. Do you think that you'll continue and keep doing more of them after that? I don't know. I'm like, I've been torn. The reason I haven't started is that I've been torn. I have another book that I started a few years ago that I kind of stopped (laughs) halfway through and that's an adult book. And I'm like, okay, do you go back, finish that one? Or do you do 
Ghosters Four, and so I lay I lay in bed at night and I plot <laughs> before I go to sleep. I plot for a little bit, and lucky me, I fall asleep really fast. So I don't have a lot of time for. <laughs> but yeah, I plot out kind of both things at the same time, and eventually it gets done. So let me ask you this. Are you the type of person who like you have to keep a note? Do you keep like a notebook in your nightstand next to your bed or something to plot out and think about these ideas or like if you wake up? Because for me, like, cause I write blog posts as well. I'm a blogger and I know like yeah. I always end up getting ideas when I'm in bed. So I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. I need to have a notebook right here so I can write this down no, or I'll never remember. Idea. I know strangely, and I have a horrible memory, but for this Me stuff, too. if I'm laying in bed and I think of something good, I usually remember it. I don't know why. Oh, that's I great. other stuff all the time. Yeah. So do I yeah. just ask my husband. You actually, what was <laughs> funny was we had this conversation last night because I was talking with a girl who lives with us and she said, we were talking about Jem, you know, the TV show from the 1980s. And I was singing the theme song and he said, so you can remember a theme song from a cartoon in the 1980s, but you can't remember what you did yesterday. (laughs) I was like, yep, pretty much. (laughs) I think that's the same with a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I think once you have kids too. That your brain just goes out <laughs> you have the window. a lot window. of things on your mind. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So besides the Ghosters series, and I know you said you're working on uh, an adult book, is there other things that you've written as well? That, that have been published? Yes. Or not? Published. Yeah, there's a, well, I have, other than the Ghosters series, the other one's not published yet. Um, there's a, an anthology that I okay. have a short story in, and that's an adult anthology though, and that's called Wax and Wayne. Okay, nice. Kind of, uh, I think it's witch. I think it's all witches. I'm not quite sure. I haven't looked at it in a few couple of years. <laughs> but it's on Amazon, Wax and Wayne short okay. story. All right, great. Yeah. Mine's and about I'm... a witch anyway. I don't remember the other ones. Well, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something else that I, you know, I thought was really fun about this book was just the ghost hunting, just in general. I mean, I know that that's the whole premise for the book, but what I thought was fun was the girls trying to um, get on the TV show. Yeah. And that's, I just feel like it's so appropriate for today too, because there are so many reality TV shows. I know. (laughs) know? I've watched some of those ghost shows. I've never seen a ghost and I've always want to. And I do tend to, I watch ghost adventures and things like that. Yeah. Oh, I think they're a lot of fun. I don't know if Mm -hmm. you've ever listened to the podcast Lore. L-O-R-E, but no. it is it is a fabulous podcast, and he tells a lot of ghost stories and talks all about ghosts. I think you would really enjoy it. It's one of my favorites, and he does it based on like true stories that people have oh, yeah. say that things that they've experienced. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remembered. I have a short story that they that they put on a, a podcast. So many things I forget. It's a few years ago um, <laughs> called Lumphead Road. Oh, that sounds a fun. Short yeah, it's a short story <laughs> that was uh, dramatized. So there's a narrator and then there's some other people doing the voices of some of the characters. It's kind of a scary short story. Oh, nice. About some people going out in the, in the, down a road to an abandoned uh, insane asylum. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds really yeah. creepy and fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I really enjoy um like listening to these kind of stories and reading them but i i don't know what it is like i used to be able to watch 
scary movies and horror movies all the time, but I, for some reason I can't anymore. It's like I hit a certain age and all of a sudden I'm like, "Mm, I can't watch that anymore. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Well, I'm like that with roller coasters. I can't do roller (laughs) coasters when I used to, but I'm scary stuff. I love it. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, I just, um, you know, really enjoy this book a lot. And I felt like it's just something that's going to make you know, these middle schoolers, whoever reads it, you know, want to go out and go ghost hunting on their own. Yeah. Hopefully they don't get into trouble. Oh no, no, no. (laughs) Please children who may be listening. I know I, I know I have a (laughs) bunch of teenagers who listen to this. So don't go do anything crazy and go ghost hunting on your own. (laughs) So there are plenty of places who do ghost tours in different cities. Yeah which is a lot of fun. We live um, not too far from Charleston, South Carolina, and there are multiple companies down there who do ghost tours. I haven't been able to do one yet, but my goal is to do one soon, but that would require me to get somebody to watch my kids so I can do it without them (laughs) because I can't take them on that. No, no. So where can people follow you on social media and where can they purchase your books? Well, um, if you go to my website, dianacorbett.com, you can uh, see some, some promo videos for all three of my books, okay. animated promo videos. You can click on the icons. It'll take you straight to each book there too uh, okay. for amazon.com. I have an Instagram account called Ghosters Writer. Okay. And uh, Facebook, author Diana Corbett, or actually there's like, two websites there, two, two pages there. There's author Diana Corbett and Diana Corbett children's author. And I will put links to all of that in the show notes for everybody so that you can check out Diana's social media and follow her. And then I will put links to the books as well. So you guys can check these out because they are really good. And I am, my oldest is nine years old and I am really excited because I'm going to get these books so that he can read them because I think he would really like them a lot. So Great. Well, thank you so much for being here with me today. It was great to talk with you. Same here. All right. And thanks everybody for listening and be sure to check the show notes to check out all of that wonderful information and we will chat again soon. Today's podcast featured the book Ghosters by Diana Corbett. You can find more information on Diana and her books in the show notes from today. Why a Book Chat was created and hosted by me, Leah Stuhler.